Hey, everyone. This is Marcia O'Connor, CEO and founder of the O'Connor Group. We are here about top three. Top three is, you know, entrepreneurs share their secrets and their mistakes. And I think a lot of times there is a falsehood about entrepreneurship that is easy and it's so much fun. It is fun, but I don't think it's easy. And you're going to hear experiences from a variety of individuals who either are just starting out in their careers or have been doing it for several years or have a solo entrepreneurship or have partners and have a big team. And I think you need to hear all those experiences to help you become a better entrepreneur as well. So sit back, enjoy, be careful if you're driving right now, and welcome to Top 3. So, Jim Jacobs, welcome to Top 3. How are you? I am doing just excellent. Thank you so much, for Mar uh, Marcia, for having me. <laughs> My pleasure. And so I'm just going to call you JJ because that's what I call you all the time anyway. Sounds good. Um, you are the ultimate serial entrepreneur. You're my buddy in <laughs> EO, which is for those out there that don't know, EO is Entrepreneur's Organization, uh, which is an amazing organization if you are an entrepreneur. And um, Focus Insight, you know, obviously you started this a few years back. And walk us through what was going on to say, you know, I'm going to start doing this kind of company and, you know, walk us through. <laughs> you sure you want to hear this? Story? I do. Oh, I do. man. I, I, I wish I could tell you, like so many other phenomenal entrepreneurs, what I have this great business plan and this and that. And honestly, it was an accidental business, <laughs> um, which is kind of utterly crazy. So if you look here, you see that big scar on my elbow. Yeah. Right. So this is, I really should get like the logo tattooed because that's really how this whole thing started, which is utterly crazy. So I went to, um, I was, you know, I love hockey. I've played all my life. I've, I coach, um, and I, you know, it's just, it's part of me and it's a part of my being and I'm coaching the little kids at mites and some little kid comes flying behind me. My legs fly in the air. I land and my elbow is broken off in the bone. So I have to get surgery, they have to drill in it, and I'm on Vicodin and red wine, and I can't leave the house for like six weeks, right? I'm in a cast and everything. And Vicodin and red wine, if you're, it's the best combination ever, but you know they, they, they cut me off of that, that after a few days. And so I have my real estate business, and the real estate business, the issue I had with that was it, there weren't steady cash flows, right? right? So it was always feast or famine, and you eat, eat what you kill. So what happened was I'm laid up, and I get a call, um, and I can't leave the house. I can't drive. I can't do anything. So I had um, gotten a call to be in a paid market research study about my Facebook habits. I said, what do I have to do? All I had to do was kind of log in every day and tell what I thought about this, that, and the other thing. At the end of the week, I got something like 250 or 300 bucks. I'm like, oh, my God. This is like great, I should just do these all day, right? And I got my check the next week. And I said, this is amazing, what a great business. And I knew a, an EO member who had been involved in that business and I started talking to them about it. And um, you know, long story short is I said, I had a bunch of real estate commissions that I was chasing. Because these people, that was why I wanted to exit the business because I put together a huge, huge business. Imagine inviting two people over to dinner you cook dinner all all day for them, and then at the end, there's no tip and they, there's, there's nothing left dinner for you. And that's what was happening to me. I was putting together these large transactions, 
And then we're supposed to go to settlement on a Wednesday and I'm supposed to get paid and all of a sudden they went to settlement without me on Monday and now I gotta sue them after the fact and put good money after bad. So I looked at this, I said, you know what? I could probably do this as a side hustle to help pay for my attorney bills now to chase the real money, which was in my real estate commissions. That was my real business. So this was just something I could do on the couch on the side. And my friend who had owned this market research business asked me, do you know any nurses? I said, I was in an Avalon house with a ton of them. <laughs> I go, how many do you need? We need like 10 nurses for the study. So I got on my phone. I called 10 nurses and said, hey, I have a great opportunity for you. You can make a few bucks, this. And so I, I got her 10 nurses. And so I said, how much did you get paid for each of these nurses? And she told me, I said, well, I could probably do this myself and start my own side business. She, she goes, yeah, you should. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I started getpaidphillynurses.com, which we still have today. And I got to all my nurse friends. And then I reached out to a, a local facility that I found. I said, hey, we, we specialize in recruiting nurses. Do you need nurses? And they would get back to me and say, we need this type of nurse and we need that type of nurse. And that was really the genesis of how this whole thing started. Little did I know today we'd have, you know, 40 people and be nationwide, but it was really just a side business to pay the attorneys to go chase commissions that I had already earned. Wow. How crazy is that? That's pretty crazy because most businesses don't start that way at all. <laughs> kind of do. And here you are, you have 40 people and you know, so your clientele's like, so what kind of clients do you primarily work with? Obviously you mentioned, you know, working with nurses and all, what other kind of companies or industries are you in? Sure. So we have three divisions in our company. We work with consumer, medical, and B2B studies. Okay. So we have clients like we just, um, you know, we're doing work with Estee Lauder. We're doing, you know, we signed Pinterest. We're doing, we do a lot of work with Salesforce. We do work with Samsung. So a lot of huge everyday brand names. I mean, we've recruited studies for, you know, you name it, Target, um, Kohl's, uh, I mean, uh, Ford, automobiles, Tesla, you name it, we've somehow um, have recruited people for those different studies. So it's a, it's a phenomenal industry. I get pumped up every day because it's the world of, everything changes, right? Like, you know, everyone wanted gas cars years ago and now everyone wants electric cars and mm -hmm. that, right? So it's just all about ever-changing consumer behavior. Yep. Absolutely. And so how do you, you know, because I know that you're here at Align Space, which is an amazing mm -hmm. space in Westchester, um, but how do you get your clients right now? Is it more through like social media? Is, I mean, how do you do it? Because obviously you use social media a lot in your business. And, you know, so what's the best ways basically someone finding out how to use you? Well, you know, we have something called the Lisa Loeb rule, right? <laughs> where you never know who lives in your building. And where that comes from is, um, you know, Lisa Loeb was the first number one artist or had the, was the first artist to ever have a number one single who was unsigned. It never happened before. Um, and how did that happen? Well, the story is U2 was supposed to play on Reality Bites, um, a movie that Ethan Hawke and, uh, oh, and Ben Stiller were filming. And Lisa Loeb, like they lived in the same building or they lived across the street from each other and right. knew each other. So all of a sudden they, they, they said to her, they said, well, we need how about can you play a song you play at the open mics? Can you play that stay song and have that in our ending credits? And that's how she took off and became number one. Wow. So we have a Lisa Loeb role. And what that means is, you know, you have to really 
give it your all for every single client because you never know who they know. Right. You never know who they can introduce you to. Right. And so we get a lot from current customer referrals. And then we have our marketing campaigns and we, you know, and we, we reach out, we go attend all the trade shows and whatnot. But, yep. but really, I mean, our biggest thing is when people say, hey, Focus Insight, they're great people over there. It's yep. like we have the hairdresser theory too. So all our people, I have the hairdresser theory. The hairdresser theory meaning if your hairdresser moved, like for me, if, you know, I go to the same location to get my hair cut. But mm -hmm. we have a lot of women who, um, who work in our industry. So I'm going to ask, put you on the spot. If your hairdresser moved 10 miles, would you still go to him or would yes. you pick somewhere else? Right, right. Without doubt. I know women who their hairdresser moves to Manhattan and they go to Manhattan to get their hair cut. I won't go that far, Jim. Uh, well, <laughs> I know people and I, I thought it was nuts. But, but it's true. But that's the theory we have with our people. We say, you know, if you can give that type of level of service, the people are loyal to their hairdresser. They're loyal to their project managers and their team who works on their um, account at Focus Insight. So that's the hairdresser theory, right? Like, 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 because these people they leave jobs, right? We're yeah. talking about turnover and whatnot. So they'll leave a job, go get hired somewhere else, and then call us again, right? So it's like crazy. So yeah. now. You know, and we, you know, we'll see on LinkedIn a person left and went to another position, and all of a sudden, within a few days, hey, we want to use you guys. So it's like, okay, great, we have the old client, yeah, right, <laughs> and we have the new client. So it's a beautiful that's happened, thing. Yeah, it's happened a number of times. So it's like mostly massive referrals and all too. I always tell people, um, you know, a business card is a dollar bill. Sorry, it, it is. Everybody you meet, no matter where, how, or when, just stay in touch with them. You never know when they need your services, but also get back to people and take care. So it sure. sounds like you have that down to a science. And you you only started, what what year did you start Focus? Oh God, you know, we, I looked up the LLC registration for the name. So it was officially started in 2015, is when okay. I registered the domain name. Okay. But that being said, uh, or registered the LLC. But honestly, it was a side hustle for about a year and a half. Okay. It was just kind of, Doing a little bit on the side, and I think it was just me. And then probably within oh, within six months, yeah, I said this could be a real business. Right. And I went head. You know, when you're working real estate deals that I was doing for 14 years, you have a number of deals in the pipeline, and sometimes they take you three or five years to get to the finish line. Sure. So, oh my God, Marsha, everyone looked at me like I had five heads. Like this guy's nuts. You're going to go recruit a bunch of, you know, 60 year old women who. Um, for some focus group on, you know, this type of product or, you know, and and you were putting together multi-million dollar real estate deals. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> uh, you know, and I started thinking that myself a lot, you know, but. You just um, say I'm an entrepreneur. This is what we do <laughs> constantly. Well, you know, I talked with Barrett Ersick, who is, um, who has organics and, that's what I love about the Alliance space is there's a lot of entrepreneurs here and yep. John Ratliff and Vern Harnish comes in the building and, you know, Vern Harnish is scaling up and he'll, you know, four tenants, people, strategy, execution, and cash. We always concentrate, number one, is people, 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 people. But, you know, I was talking to Barrett Ersick. Barrett said, well, you know what, Jim? I used to work at Best Buy. We had lunch. I go, okay. He goes, Best Buy, <laughs> I would get paid. I saw a big TV. It was awesome. I get my commission. But then how often are you buying a TV? And he's like, the same thing with a building. How often are you buying a building? I'm like, okay. He goes, but when I did landscaping, once I got them, they called me next month. 
hey, you know, or after a rainstorm, hey, you know, right? So once we got the client, they kept coming back, they kept coming back. Right. So I decided, the heck with selling TVs, I'm going to do landscaping. Yep. And so that came into my head, you know, I need a business where once I get the, you know, recurring revenue, mm-hmm. once I get the client, we can go back to them because the most expensive customer to get is for the first time. Absolutely. 80-20 yeah. rule. You yeah. got it. Yep. Yeah. So, so, so what's next for you? Because now, so technically, probably like a 2018, you've just won Inc. 5000. Congratulations. Not a big deal. The huge <laughs> deal. Huge deal. It's a big deal. You got Sword in 76. Yep. Um, I think you won a few other ones, did you not? We got the Quartz Best Remote Workplace. So do we. And we got Certified um, uh, Great Place to Work. Which, Woo! And this is, a, thank you, thank you. And this is, these are very tough to get. You, you know, I thought they were kind of like, oh, well, you you pay the money and you get the award and you have to buy the, but like, no, it was no. like, it was, I mean, we scored a, you know, I think the average was something like an 83% when the, when, for the best place to work, when, yep. when the um, people, the employees were, and I hate calling them employees, I always call them team members, I'm a hockey guy, so yep. we're all on the same team. Um, but, you know, our team members were surveyed and I think the average was like 82, 83%. We got ninety seven percent. Awesome. Which is, insane. you know, you hear about the great, um, what was it the great turnover or whatever they call it, the great, great resignation, resignation. Mm-hmm. right? I hear it every uh, day, Jim. Yeah, right, right. The great <laughs> resignation. So for us to get ninety seven percent, when you know we scaled through COVID, all these people are working from home. How do you keep people from home engaged? Yes. In the workplace, how do you keep them feeling like they're part of a team? Yes. You know, and um, I mean, we have people in different time zones, and there are directors that. Focus Insight, who I've never met in person. Mm. I talked to Kevin Nolan about that. It was, you know, Nolan Painting. He says, wait, you have people who, like, are in management roles you've never met? And, like, like you can't fathom it. And it's, yeah. and, yeah. you know, when he says it that way, I kind of think the same thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it, I think the way that COVID hit, and, I mean, I think everything changed when COVID hit, too. For sure. Because everything is more, like, remote and hybrid and, God forbid, going back in the office at all right now. But, <laughs> you know, that the pushback you get is amazing. Right. But, this is where we're going. And I think it was funny. I was on another call, another EO um, bridge call yesterday. Well, you were on with me. I was on with yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> and you had mentioned where Gene was talking about, like, they were having this huge thing about all these remote companies that are, their entire business is all remote and how they're getting together and sharing resources and ideas. And she's like, remote's here to stay. And I'm like, it is. But I think it's going to shake up the commercial real estate business left and right. Oh, there's no question. I mean, there's tons of office, you know, of empty office space and, um, you know, people want to work from home, but yep. but that being said, um, there's so much people are missing out on because yes. there's all these serendipitous things that happen when mm-hmm. you go to a happy hour or you or you have a side conversation. Um, th- that's why I try to come in the office as much as I possibly can. Yeah, even though you know, I mean, my marketing team, I insist we meet every week um, in person. Um, but everyone else were resuming and whatnot. But like I was here, and uh, you know, John Ratliff. I saw John Ratliff, who um, uh, who runs the Alliance Space, and you know, just phenomenal entrepreneur, very very sharp guy. And we went for a couple beers. Took me for a couple beers and wings over at Barnaby's. And over that conversation, just I got a whole different idea for how to do something and a yeah. different product line. That, that's something that you just can't quantify on Zoom or no, you know. And it's and 
people miss out on that. That's a shame. Yeah. You know? Well, I think a line space is different too, right? Because it's yeah. more like um, it's a shared space. You can come in when you want and go, but there's always somebody here. And you could use different spaces and ideas and they have programs. And like we work right now, like they're getting sold out as well. A line is almost sold out. You know, all these ideas because I think people want to get together, but on their own time and, you know, yep. and do their own thing. And I think a lot of the bigger companies are having problems really figuring that out because they had all this real estate. So it'll be be interesting because most of your guys are all re remote, are they not? Yes, yes, everyone, everyone's remote. Yeah, So and, and you figured you have people around the country that work for you, right? Right. Yeah, and so it's, it's interesting to see where we're at. Now let's talk about, because top three is all about successes and failures. And what do you think, it's in the past three years, that's a lot of growth. But with that growth comes a lot of failures in there too. So talk to me about- <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I feel like I think the failures are more than the, than the growth, but, but go ahead. But that's how you learn. Sure. You know, and I just, but our entrepreneurs are usually entrepreneurs 10 years or less, right? And so I just let them know like, yeah, we're doing great. We're in 5,000. This is awesome. But what happens is like, yeah, well, yesterday sucked. And um, what did what happened here and how you did it? So could you give us an example of something that happened the past three years? It was like, oh, but you learn from it. I don't know if I can give you an example because I don't think there's enough gigabytes in the world to keep all the, I mean, there is a million, okay? Mm -hmm. We've had, um, you know, we had, uh, I had an employee quit in our you know mid project of our biggest client who fired us for six, seven months over like, oh my God, right? Um, you know, we didn't have proper backup. We didn't, have, I mean, I can go on and on and on. So we had, um, you know, we had uh, about every problem you, you could possibly imagine. I mean, I, I don't know if I could rank them, um, but you know, that they're all learning experiences. Yeah. So for example, you know, I would hire people and we would hire and we wouldn't really vet them out. We're like, okay, they're available. and now, in order to get hired, you have to go through all these steps, all good. these stages, all As these. As being HR consulting, I'm very happy to hear <laughs> that, Jim, by the way. So that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we've done a lot of that. And, um, you know, and it just, the more work we do on the front end, the less aggravation we have on the back end. I've never been so happy with the team we have now, the people we have, because we've really learned to vet. Uh, and that was, you know, that was one of the positives that came out of COVID is, we really found a niche getting people in hospitality because people in hospitality were used to different hours, making people happy, um, being somewhere. So now to work from home, but they essentially have the hospitality mindset and that's been a boon. So we've been able to pick up people who just didn't want to go back to the hospitality world and, and work in person. So that's an example of, I mean, there's plenty of examples of failures where we've changed our process and procedure that have gotten us to, to the growth. So all the failures got us to the growth. No, no, no question. I mean, for us to, you know, like for the Inc. 5000, when you go to EO, the, the threshold is you have to do a million dollars in gross receipts, right? right? Only 4% of businesses, all businesses get to a million dollars. So think about that. 96 out of 100 don't even make that. And then to get the Inc. 5000, Kevin O'Leary of Shark Tank comes on and the video says, you know, there's 7 million companies in the U.S. and to get to that 5,000, it's 0.07. So we got to 0.07. And then I looked at, we were ranked at 1267, so we're in the top 25%. Woo! Right? I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, wow. And it's all, and if we didn't have so many horror stories with all the people hiring at the beginning and not understanding what they needed and this and that, 
we wouldn't we wouldn't have that growth and be where we are now right because we changed after every disaster yep. we've changed every um process and procedure right every you know and we've had some irate upset clients at the beginning and it was typically our fault i mean it was our fault so we changed every process and procedure so that doesn't you know so if a nightmare happens it never happens again and that's how we doubled yep you know so so you know i look at those failures as you know they're, they're great great learning lessons and and that's what gets you to the next level mm-hmm. and there's gonna be a lot of failures in the upcoming year getting us to the next you know next level right so um uh, that, yes that's part of the yeah it's coming yeah. It, it's really coming i also think um you know because you have a goal you mentioned before you know to hit a certain amount of million and i think that's great how how, how are you going to get there because obviously you're a certain and you've grown so much now but each level, it comes down to obviously your people. And then you hit, obviously, you're 44. That 50 is a whole different dynamic. That 75 is a different dynamic and all, too. And so what are your plans moving to that to hit that, that goal? You know, I heard a, a great podcast from Infusion. The uh, Clayton Mask, I think he was the founder of Infusionsoft. And the one thing that took away is, okay, when you have a business from zero to 300,000, that's one type of business. Then from 300 to a million, it's another business. Then one to three, it's a different level of business. Then three to 10 is a different level and 10. So what are we doing now? So one, we're, you know, we're actively hitting every trade show we can to, to bring new clients in. Number two, we've added people to take care of our existing, you know, more to take care of our existing clients and grow that revenue base. Um, number three, we're constantly adding more structure, more processes and procedures. And that's a struggle because we have some people who are, original who are used to Jim Jacobs, Lucy Goosey. Ah, yep. you know, like, I mean, it was, you know. We all had them, Jim. We'd Don't all worry. sit there <laughs> and you, you think of a few people. All right, well, that, that seems like it'll work. Let's do it, right? Yep. Well, now we have process and procedure and we're different. And that's the most painful part, Marcia, is when you have people who are originally with you who you love to death, but they have a hard time adjusting to the new structure and the new rules, right? Yeah. But, if you don't have those tough conversations, you can't get to the next level. No. And that's where we're at a little bit. Like, hey, we know all the things you did, but we don't need you doing all these things anymore. We need you narrowly focusing. This is your job, right? Yeah. Um, and we need you to, to do these three things on a daily basis, and that's it. Yeah. And that's it. So really, like from the E-Myth position contracts, we're redesigning our position contracts. Like, okay, this is what we want you handling. This is what we want you handling, right? And if you're not handling that, you're accountable but uh, for sure. But you know, we've had a lot of people doing a lot of different things. Right. So we say, in order for us to be a $10 million company, this is what our org chart's gonna look like. This is what we need these people doing. Right. This is, like we have someone now who works in, her title, Kara, has been with talent acquisition. I cannot believe I have a talent acquisition person, right? I was like, before, like, who needs a job? All right, needs a job? You know, all right. Well, I was like, oh, she got fired somewhere, but she needs a job. Okay, her. Oh, my God. What was I thinking? Yeah, well, right? we've all been down that road. There's so. a lot of what was I thinking, Marcia, yeah. in it. But, um, but we, we have it down now. We have the best people in the business, which is number one. We train them um, throughout the world of market research our way. And we have an NPS score, right? So... Um, Net Promoter Score, which, which with every invoice, they take a survey. Our average score is like a 9.8 now. It's awesome. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. So, um, you know, so, so, 
you know, we see the challenges. It's not only adding clients, but you know, we have to be more efficient. We have to do it better. And you know, it's just reinvesting. It's constantly reinvesting capital back in the business. So, so you guys have a ton of fun, and we'll go back and we'll share ideas about the fun that we do versus what you do. And you're wearing a shirt that says "Don't Stop 2022." Believe him. <laughs> and you had a great story behind all that. So let's walk us through that real quickly because I thought it's pretty cool. Sure, sure, absolutely. Well. It started a couple of years ago. We're on Zoom. How do you keep people engaged during COVID, right? Yeah, everyone's, we're scaling the business. They're all around the country. And I talked about the Lisa Loeb role. Yep. So we had that and I said, you know what? I wonder if I could get Lisa Loeb to play at one of our, um, at, play on a Zoom call for a Christmas party. So I reached out, uh, didn't know, you know, I just found a website and I just sent a few emails and I said, hey, we have a lot of, you know, this is a tough time. We have a lot of moms who work from home and it would be a nice treat if you could come on and we could do an interview with you. And she did. She, and she was phenomenal. She played a few of her hit songs, told us the whole story about how, you know, people living in your building. And I had this rule before because I saw it on uh, YouTube and I thought it was a cool rule and Jim always has these crazy things he brings in. So we did Lisa Loeb. And then the next year, that got tough because now all of a sudden November's like, oh, Jim, we can't wait for this year's Christmas party. Who are you bringing in? I'm yeah. like, who am I bringing in? I'm like, oh, my God. Right. So COVID's like kind of over. People right. are getting out. I'm like, who in the world do I get? So I reach out to like Brett Michaels people for poison. They wanted like $75,000 for like 10 minutes or something. Jeez. It was crazy. I reached out to guys on Entourage. I'm like, well, we're in a people business. I got to get someone. And I saw something, you know, and I, I love Journey growing up and I saw this story about Arnel Pineda who was the lead singer of Journey and they're making a movie on him it's the producer Joker and it was oh my god it was I felt like it was really the story of Focus Insight how we we kind of came from the ashes and figured it out and um, and became a successful company Arnel Pineda who was from the Philippines the lead singer of Journey was on YouTube and he saw this guy he was a cover band artist in in the Philippines and he said oh my god we got to get this guy they flew him over and he became the lead singer of Journey and it was wow and he grew That's up awesome. and he grew up in absolute poverty right and he is the most down to earth person so I ended up reaching out to him through a few different way I don't want to say ha uh, how I how I got him um, because then everyone reached out to him but I reached out to him right and I told him the story of our company, and and he um, and he agreed to come on. That's he, awesome. He, he came on a Zoom call after a concert. Um, he was at a residency in, in Las Vegas, and for Christmas he, for a Christmas Zoom, he came on, and I got these mugs made because I'm like, you know, we improve lives daily. We improve lives daily. So I got our theme was going to be improve lives lives daily for the next year coming up. I really wanted a theme, and he he sang. Uh, he sang for us a cappella. He sang uh, "Open Arms" to all our, all our team. He, um, him and Asia Asia Andrews on our team, who was a, a you know who's a, a singer. They did a karaoke of um, "Don't Stop Believing," which awesome. was Sarah, which was awesome, yeah. right? And, um, and at the end of the call, he goes, "You know, Jim and Focus Insight, congratulations on your success, ladies. I want to see you um, grow, you know, ten times next time I talk to you. And don't stop believing." Don't stop believing. And I'm look, looking around. I go, that's our theme. <laughs> so we made our theme, Don't Stop Believing. And I got, you know, I remember January 1 or the first workday after that, I said, we're going to make Team 5000. We're going to do this. We're going to do all these big things. Yep. And 
you know, it's pretty easy to have the vision. <laughs> and everyone looks at you like you're nuts. But yep. now we've 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 hit all those goals. You did. And, and you're wearing the shirt. And I'm wearing the shirt, you know, you know? so. You have new bugs this year that keep saying "Don't stop believing." We, I know you we, do. we have stickers. There you we go. Have, yeah, we everyone has a T-shirt. Love and, it. Um, you know, and I couldn't. You know, it, it's all because of our management team and yep. you know, Leanna Wood, who, who hires all of our um, of our staff and knows what we need and and taking care of people. I mean, that, that's really what it came down to. So, well, you know, the big question of the today is then, like, you know, who is this year's special guest? <laughs> you know, well. I've gotten a loan for about five hundred thousand dollars for a ten minute appearance, and we've got Marsha O'Connor. Yeah, so she's, wow. she's gonna tap dance. She's gonna sing. I don't recall getting that invoice, but, but <laughs> oh, that's it's, in okay, so it's in the mail. It's in the mail. It's in the mail. It's in the mail. I can't wait to hear because I know you have something planned. Because now, unfortunately, what happens? You set that expectation up with your team, right? Every year, they're like, "Well, what do you mean we're not getting that?" So, well, you know, a friend of mine told me this. I said, "What goes according to plan? Right. Nothing, Nothing, right? Nothing goes according to plan." So. Um, we're gonna get a list of names, yep. and I'll reach out to them. And you know, to me, it's it's always sales, it's always numbers. If I reach out to twenty five people, mm-hmm. one of them is gonna say yes, yes. Yeah. So I gotta get a list of twenty five people. We'll reach out to all of them. Yep. And maybe it's fifty, maybe it's a hundred people, but yeah. we'll get somebody. We'll get someone cool. And mm-hmm. um, and I want to thank Arnell Pineda and Lisa Lowe for coming on our calls. That was, I mean, what they did to bring some. You know, some of our people live in the north, you know, in the Midwest. Yeah. You know, and it was really neat too. Another another story. Um, so we took some of the team. We got tickets to the Journey concert. Nice. And I have, you know, Arnell. We will talk occasionally on WhatsApp. And um, you know, so Liz came, and, and Liz Liz had a rough year. Um, but you know, we went to the concert, and we both had our shirts on, um, and. You know, and all of a sudden, Arnell's on stage, and at the end of the concert, and I couldn't believe there's a video of this we found on YouTube, but, you know, at the end of the concert, Arnell goes, oh, man, she's beautiful, and he points right at Liz, because, you know, we're wearing the shirts, and they had texted the next day, and he goes, oh, you're so, you know, he goes, Liz, I'm so happy, you know, thank you for coming, like, I can't believe this megastar artist, we're in the front row at the Wells Fargo Center for Journey, is messaging me the next day hey did you like the show i'm like oh uh, yeah i like the show i mean like journey's love like, this show you know. exactly yeah that's so awesome and he, right. he mentioned your name too you said yeah, too, right? yeah he goes what's up jim i'm like wow Aww. like i feel like my bucket list is like okay i've you yeah know, like, uh, achieved it was great it was Done. pretty cool it was really oh my God, cool that's so awesome <laughs> but stuff like that you're, you're you're making your culture though while you do this and i don't think you realize that but you live your culture at your company and i think where a lot of ceos don't they don't always do that so it's really important that you're setting the stage for all that. You know, cool. I, I've, you know, culture, you always, culture trumps strategy. I'm like, what does that mean? I go, this is such BS. I'm like, if you had the business plan, whatever, I, I never, oh my God, I've done a 180 on that, Marsha. Culture is everything. Yep. I mean, we have fun. Like, we have an 11 11 call every Tuesday. Yep. On that call, it's, you know, we talk about housekeeping stuff, but then we have, um, you know, we'll have some fun and we'll have some different guests on and yep. we'll have some, you know, we'll have industry people. It's not always just fun. We have industry people. Right. But, you know, you have to real. I mean, we have to realize in 2022, you know, we have, you know, there's people who are working moms who have to go pick up their kid. There's right. So we understand all that. They log out, they log back in and our teams understand people. At the end yeah. of the day, it's all people. And the culture is, look, any problem you had, you've had with, I probably had. So. You know, what do we got to do? Right. What do we got to do? Right. And we we give everyone the big objectives, and 
it was really neat because on the Christmas call after Arnell, we had, um, you know, and everyone's drinking wine, having a fun time with the ugly sweaters and everything. And at the end, and we, we, we used this video for, um, for the application, for an application for one of these awards, but it was a bunch of our staff talking about how much they enjoyed coming and coming to work every day, how they enjoyed, because we have them set up on teams, how they love their teams and that they really knew the struggles of different people, different people had and whatnot. And it's really touching. And I yeah. love to share it with you because it, it wasn't scripted. And it was like, wow, this is really cool. These, you know, people like, yeah, we're at work all day. But my whole theory was if you have to work 40, 50 hours a week, whatever it is, why can't it be a fun experience? Right. Why can't you enjoy the people you're with? And these are people who have never met each other in person, who are in separate areas of the country, right. who through technology, um, you know, they really get a chance to know each other and know each other's life stories and their friends on Facebook. And that is really um super rewarding to yeah. see just as rewarding as the Inc. 5000 sure and, and i'm excited today because we're having our own content day people who you know about a quarter of our team is here and they all live within you know a lot of them are originals because they live within two hours here of right. here right so they're all coming in we're gonna have a good day and um and that's the culture because you know uh, they can make up excuses why they're not coming in. They they can't they all week on Slack. I can't wait for, I can't wait to come in. I can't wait to come in. I can't wait to come in. Oh, that's so great. Um, fun. And, and it's re it's really neat because, uh, one of the fun things you know talk about culture and, you know, our our core values are, um, attitude, relationships, communicate, and own it. So you know, but having the positive attitude, we hire on these, we fire on these, um, but we had a client, a pretty big client. And I was away, and they have a conference call, and he said, "Okay, well, let's see. Uh, you know, we'll we'll run it by Jim." And she says, "Who's Jim?" I said, "Oh my God!" I said, "I thought it was the best thing in the world." Absolutely. They had no idea who I was. Yeah. And they just knew our team so well. Become full because circle. of that culture. Yep. I'm like, I'm like, and they're, they're like, you know, are you upset? I'm like, upset. This is one of the happiest days of 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 being in business. Yeah. I you know. Because Focus Insight is all about our people and our team. Yeah. And, you know, and at the end of the day, I want to be able to look back and, you know, and yes, don't stop believing, but it was improving lives daily. I know our staff, you know, I learned this from uh, a few different entrepreneurs, but we show them you can come in as a part-time recruiter. You could learn. We'll teach you the business. And you can become a director or a vice president. You know, we promote from within. We'll teach you the business. And... We truly improve lives daily, and that's a culture, you know. I I want to keep, you know, and and that we've, that's and we wouldn't have grown this quickly without that culture. And I love that. Um, what do you read? What are you reading right now? <laughs> what do I read? I am a bookworm. I love it. I just got the new Kindle Paperwhite. Um, I'm reading Jack Daly's book um, on the, the bucket list book. It's really love good. It. Uh, Ray Dalio Principles. One of my favorites. I read. Every, I'm rereading every year is uh, The Traveler's Gift by Andy Andrews. Oh, good one. Mm -hmm. You read that one? Yeah, that was a good one. Jer a friend of mine, Jeremy Roenick, who's a professional hockey player. He he told me about it. I'm like, I never thought of Jeremy Roenick as a as a book scholar. Yeah. He told me to read it, and it was it was so good. And it's about the power of your decisions. That's probably top of my list. I coach a bunch of kids at Malvern Hockey, and all the graduation gifts I give them. Yeah, they get the envelope with some bucks too, which yeah. will be spent on something stupid but i always give them the traveler's <laughs> gift you that's know, awesome that's one of my favorite books yeah. 
books and uh oh i could we could have a 10-hour podcast on books i just i I mean that really changed my life is when you know you know what now i'm thinking about it i hurt my knee and i couldn't play college hockey for like six weeks eight weeks and i couldn't go anywhere because like my leg was so i just read i just became such a massive personal development bookworm awesome um and I still continue that to this day. Yeah, it's so funny. Um, I, you just the, I, more entrepreneurs that I meet, they love books. They love reading. They like audibles. They like podcasts. And it's I don't, I'm a, I love learning. Like I have a sponge, so I, I feel that way, which is really cool. How do people get a hold of you? How, oh, sure. So, best way is probably email me, Jim at focusinsight.com, F-O-C-U-S-I-N-S-I-T-E.com. Um, that, that's the best way to you know to, to get a hold of me. And, you know, or you could LinkedIn me or, you know, I, right. I encourage everyone to LinkedIn me for sure. Um, Cause that's what, you know, this whole thing is about networking. Yes. So always, you know, and my life has changed. This is why we had this conversation yesterday. I get so incensed as you do, as these new people who want to work from home, they need to get their rear end out and meet people and go to happy hours and, and meet, you know, because you have no idea. It's like Steve Jobs said at the commencement address at Stanford. You don't have any idea going through this thing at the time, but when you look back, you really connect all the dots on the direction your life has taken. Yeah. And that only comes from networking and knowing people. Completely. And, and you know, that's why I said, you know what? I'm down the shore on vacation. I'm leaving mid midweek. I'm going to the trade show in New York. I mean, first world problems. And I, you know, and I said this, I go, I feel fortunate every day I have a business to work on. Yeah, You know, the right. 96% of them, or whether half of them fail, and 96% don't get to a million. So I don't know. I look at, you know, I look at every day as a blessing. And, yeah, it is. And It truly yeah. is a blessing. Yeah. People don't realize that, but we do. Yeah. But it is, every day we do put a lot on the line, too. And you need to be okay with it. It's well, easy to control you or you can control it. Uh, yeah, I say two things. I say, man, I wouldn't wish entrepreneurship on my worst enemy. I, right? That's number one, because... Oh man, I I can't tell you. And you know, when you have to look at two pieces of data, and uh, you know, okay, well the numbers say this, and this says this, and then you look at them both, you're like, I have a feeling we're doing this, right? And it makes no logical sense. None. And then six months later, wow, you were a genius. Well, you don't know that going into it, <laughs> no. right? Um, it's almost the hope and a prayer. Hope, yeah, yeah, living on a prayer. That, that, you know, uh, maybe, maybe, John Bon Jovi, if you hear this, maybe he could be our guest. But, there uh, you go. Because <laughs> entrepreneurs, we're living on a prayer every single day. Um, but no, no, it's, it's, um, it's, but you know, once you get the, you know, and I learned so much, and I, I feel like, you know, if this business ended today, I feel like we could do a completely different business. Yeah. All with the same people. Yep. Because the people we've been able to, find are amazing the whole focus insight team i mean nothing happens without the team i've always gotten that from you know i was the captain of pretty much every hockey team i've been on so oh you're this outstanding leader now i did the shit that no one else wanted to do you know i like no one thinks about the uniforms the schedule right just having a tough conversation when no one wants to talk with someone that's the leadership that's where you get the captain symbol and that's what you have to do here so it is pretty awesome to to gain these awards and look back and say, wow. And it's not because you have the award, it's because of the million stories behind it. And yeah. uh, and, you, and the times where 
there's no money in the bank and oh i i mean there's tons of that you know there's a gazillion of those yeah right and that's normal pretty much a little too but jimmy J, so <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show today we love having you love seeing you over here at align space and um keep up the good work and i'm so excited for you thanks so much marcia and look forward to seeing you in sea isle uh maybe or uh or another event so thank you so much for having me it was awesome awesome thanks jj